Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. My friend, how are you doing? I want to check in with you. People I've been talking to, a lot of my clients, my community, friends, it's been hard. We've been going through a lot, haven't we? So it's okay if you feel exhausted right now. It's okay. And it's okay if you feel confused and overwhelmed because I'm going to help you see clearly today. So how am I feeling? (laughs) I am freaking beat. Holy moly. Oh my gosh. In California, I've lost track. At the beginning, I was keeping track every week. I have no idea what week of COVID we are in. I've lost track of the weeks. All I know is that life is really heavy right now. We had this global pandemic. There's changes to our economy. That's the best way that I want to frame it. (laughs) And there is a disturbing reality of the racism that I've been a part of with Black Lives. So that's a lot, right? We're tired and there's not like a light at the end of the tunnel because we don't know when this tunnel is going to come out. So let's just take a deep breath. Okay. One is we can't change what we don't acknowledge. It's okay. Not everything has to be a yippy skippy moment. Know that it's heavy and it's okay. I can't tell you how often, and I have a sign in my kitchen and it says, we can do hard things. And I remind myself of the resilience of humans. So life is heavy and this is where we are right now. And I'm not going to argue that it should be different. It's where we are. And there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. So be with that, be okay with that instead of thinking it should be different because this is what it is. The other part of my life that's done this total whirlwind in this last week, holy smoly, was we are reopening the Aqua Monsters tomorrow, actually. I'm delayed in recording this podcast. I'm doing it on a Sunday. It's normally out by Friday. So thanks to Angela and my team to get this out and produced. Because within 12 hours of being notified that our pools were going to be opening, I was revamping everything, creating schedules, creating registration. Like we turned our virtual swim team into back to being an in-person and possibly we're going to do supplementing of virtual swimming as well. So it's been crazy, like long days, long days. I'm not having a pity party for myself because as I remind myself, I choose all of this. It's my choice. (laughs) But The last five days have been intense to turn around the program, to reopen, to communicate with our community, the upcoming guidelines and the procedures and protocols and the sweeping changes that we're going to make this summer to create a safe environment, as well as to help support our kids' mental health. And the reason I say that is that swimmers, we tend to have blue minds. So, you know, to be able to get in the water and just allow our brains to calm down is such a great thing. So we're going to do it in safe protocol where there's going to be tons of social distancing and we're going to be going forward. 
but that's what's happening. So that's been kind of exciting. It's been a huge problem, like to try to figure out all the inner workings. And I'm definitely on the other side of it because man, if you asked me on Thursday morning, I was like, Whoa, I was overwhelmed and confused. <laughs> Who would have thought? And this is a topic I came up with like a month ago, but I was overwhelmed and confused. And I'm sitting here Sunday afternoon and do see things more clearly. So hope and caution. (laughs) So I am committed to the best case scenario and greatly managing risk. But the nice thing about the last five days and this deep focus and the hope, and there's been connection with my community is also, it's been heartfelt. There's been a lot happening around here. Plus (laughs) I've got work to do about protecting my birthday, (laughs) but on my birthday, I received a delivery of a porta potty (laughs) and it was an awesome moment. And the contrast in my life is so hilarious because Facebook reminded me that a year ago at this time, I was in Italy. I was on the Amalfi Coast. <laughs> so last year at this time, I'm on the awful Amalfi Coast, having this glorious time. And this year, I'm getting really excited about a porta potty being delivered to me in a global pandemic and creating all these rules and guidelines to try to create a safe environment for the monsters. <laughs> So if you're asking why am I excited about a porta potty because the porta potty became the linchpin in us being able to reopen the pool. So that is why I'm excited about a porta potty. So picture this, I did this on my personal Facebook page, a picture of the Amalfi Coast and then right next to it a porta potty. <laughs> the contrast of my life. So that's where I am. There's a little bit of laughter. There's a lot of exhaustion. There's a lot of emotions and I'm figuring my way through it. And here's the thing I know, and I've said this a lot over the last three months, my brain in April could not figure out the things I needed to do this week. I wouldn't have known how to do it, nor could I have figured it out. I've been figuring things out just in time throughout the week of how to go. And I could have dwelled on the confusion and the overwhelmed, or I could say, okay, what's the next step? What's the next step? And one of the things that helps anchor me, like I talk about my ancestors, I talk about our human race, but there's a quote from Martin Luther King that I came across probably, it was when I interviewed Dee Dee Watkins, probably about 10 years ago, and she did these vision boards. There was a quote in there from Martin Luther King, where is all you need to do is see the first step. And really that is a synopsis of today's podcast. All you need to do is see the first step. So that has been my week. (laughs) There's been a lot more to it, but essentially that. Before we get started on the show, though, I really want to thank Karen Briscoe. I want to give her a shout out for leaving an Apple podcast shout out for the show. Karen Briscoe says, inspiration and insights that transform. My, thank you, Karen. Inspiration insights that transform businesses and lives achieve a higher level of success by tuning into Karen and her guests to find out how she really does it. (laughs) So I live an amazing life and there's shit shows everywhere and I commit to the best case scenario and I'm constantly managing risk. And in between all of that, there can be a lot of pity parties (laughs) and oh no, how am I going to do it? And then I rise back up. There's so many fallen down moments, you guys. That's how I really do it. It's not perfect and there can be stress. And then I get up and I go. 
So today I want to talk to you about being confused and overwhelmed until you see clearly. And here's the thing. It's really challenging to make decisions when you're confused and overwhelmed. And I understand these days, it's really easy to be overwhelmed. There's a lot going on. And where does one start? So last month, it was going into the Memorial Day weekend, we started to hit the high temperatures. Where I live in Northern California, we get into triple digits. And I'm not a fan of the heat. I have built up a good tolerance of it, but I'm not a fan of the heat. And so I was like, oh no, here we're going. It's hot. My office is melting, especially in the summer with all this equipment that I have in here and computers. It gets really, really hot. And one of the things I always say is that a deadline is a great way to get things done. And another type of deadline is triple degree weather, along with sheltering at home and me continuing working from home, which I've always done. I've done it for a long time now, what, 12 years, I think, but working from home along with my family being home. So that's another deadline and another way to get things done. My home and my house and my office, it was hot. I feel like the house was sweating. So I knew that this was not going to work. I didn't know how much longer we're going to be sheltering in place and we're all going to be in here, but this just needed to be changed. But the problem was, is that there were so many choices And then I have my own constraints, right? Like I want to be cool in the summer and I want to be warm in the winter because that's the other problem that I have. And I wanted a unit that would be energy efficient for both the planet and my own pocketbook. And I want to do no work on my part, right? Like I'm not a, oh, I can fix it. I'm not a do-it-yourselfer. I'm very, very clear about that. And then the other aspect is how it looked, it mattered. Like I'm not into, oh, I'm just going to pop an AC unit in my window, in my office. It wasn't going to work that way. So that wasn't going to be an option. So I had talked to a friend of mine, (laughs) poor guy, about, you know, this. And he's like, yeah, I know you like to be just the right temperature. I'm like, yes, I like to be just the right temperature. I'm just going to own it, right? Some people might call it princess behavior, whatever. I just like to be the right temperature. I want to be able to think clearly and do good work. And for me, that's one of the things that's important. So we kind of talked about it. He gave me an idea and then that opened up my brain to more problems and concerns. And I thought we were going to go in one direction and then my brain like exploded with all this stuff. And then I found that another option. And so I'm texting him all the stuff and he was so great. He was totally compassionate. He heard my concerns and he gave me a simple answer with different price points. Because he didn't know exactly, you know, he knew I wanted to cool things, but he didn't know at what degree was I willing to go through the cooling of things. Like how much was I willing to spend? And so I looked at that. I'm like, oh, it was nice and broken down. I'm like, okay. And then my brain, right? Because I like to think, oh, work harder. That means better, right? That's what happens for us overachievers. So my drama's like continuing in my head and I don't know enough. So I'm like freaking out. And there's that old programming of more is better, but then I'm like, okay, but here are some of these concerns. So I listed out my concerns and he said, okay, well, here are the next steps. He addressed each one of my concerns and all of a sudden became clear. It's like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So I called the heating and air company. I scheduled the bid. And then from there, we were just able to move forward. And every step along the way, it's that Martin Luther King. And again, this seems like privilege. This seems so ridiculous, but this is also our lives, right? This is my life a month ago of how to make decisions. And you can take this process into any aspect. 
So I called them, they came out, they gave me a bid. I learned a bit more about the different types of units. And then I went through some more processes of learning because there were, instead of just getting an AC unit, we we're also looking at gable fans. And I thought, okay, I do want to have that. And then I made a decision. I was like, I'm not going to get this other thing. That's just too much. And so I put a boundary around that. But each step I made, I got clear. And along the way, my brain wanted to beat myself up. It was like, oh, but Corinne, you know, really, this is May. And of course, it's going to get hard to schedule heating and air companies because we're moving into triple digit weather and they're going to get really busy. You should have done this a month ago. Did you hear that word should come out of my mouth? Isn't that interesting? Like that voice in the back of my head can do that, right? Should is a judgment word. I really have limited it for my brain, but there wanted to do that. It wanted to beat me up. And it's like, you could have done it during quarantine. Come on, Corinne, you would have had it together. And then you could have been okay now. And thank goodness we all need people on our team <laughs> to remind our brains the truth. My husband reminded me, he's like, um, Corinne, your brain may be forgetting this, but the truth is in April, you didn't have the capacity. We didn't have the capacity to make these kind of decisions. He's like, Corinne, your brain was solving other problems. And then if I went back and looked at my calendar, there wasn't space to do that work, right? I was working. There were some people I understand when we sheltered at home, they transitioned, they had a lot of space. That was not my life. I was like on double time, right? So my reality was, even though at the end of May, I'm like, oh, April, I could have done this. That was not my reality. I had it on paper. And then I had my husband reminding me. So we always want to have people on our team who can remind us of the truth when our brain's wanting to lie to us. So I had to get my brain to refocus and said, okay, I am here. This is where I am now. There's no way that I can go back and Monday morning quarterback. I have clients that like to do this. It's like, oh, I should have done this five years ago or 10 years ago. There's nothing we can do there. What can we do from right here? So I can go back and say, oh, I should have done this last month or I should have done it, you know, before the quarantine because I knew the pandemic was happening. That's a bit of sarcasm because that's not true. I didn't know it was happening and I didn't have the capacity in the fall to do it. So here I am, May of 2020, and I have a problem to solve, right? So I had to bring my brain back because Monday morning quarterbacking only creates regret and self-beatings. And frankly, none of us need that. So I refocus my brain to the present. And this is really important by doing that. That's a way to reduce overwhelm right there. Just go, okay, this is where I am. Now your brain wants to freak out because it's like, but what's the next step? And I need to do it perfectly. And my brain's like, perfectly is do it efficiently, productively, don't waste time or money, right? That's my way of doing it perfectly without using the word perfection. It's like, okay, calm down, Corinne. What's my next step? And I focus on what the next step was that point, it was looking at the different bids and I had these different options. Do I redo my whole AC unit? Do I do the whole house fan? Do I do the gable fans? Do I do my mini splits? What was it that I wanted to do? And I started making decisions and then I was able to make the next decision. And I made decisions with the best information I had. So I had a few people besides the heating and air company that I was talking to. And so I made my decision. I decided, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with this mini split unit, which I didn't even know existed until like three days before. And I was going to go with the gable fan and that was it. And I made my decision done. And then we had another triple digit night. <laughs> and 
I was so hot and so irritated because we have this whole house fan that we've had since we remodeled our home back in 2001. So at the turn of the century and it's great because it does, it helps get the heat out, but here's the problem. It is so loud. Holy smokes. It is so loud. It's like a jet engine. I'm being a bit exaggeratory there, but it is loud. And the last thing you want at 930 at night, when you're trying to get some cool air into the house, semi-cool air into the house is to be turning that sucker on, especially when you like to go to sleep or the house may be sleeping. And I've been wanting to change it out for a couple of years, but I didn't. And why didn't I? Because I was confused and overwhelmed. I didn't know what the right decision was. And so when I had the bid last summer, when they came out and I looked at it and I was trying to figure out the options and I was trying to figure out like, okay, what's the most effective way to get my house cooler in the summer and warmer in the winter? Was it insulation? Was this, there were just too many choices and I was getting overwhelmed and I didn't understand. And I didn't have anybody who was like a trusted advisor that I could go to. There wasn't somebody that I had, and now I do have people. But at that time, I was like, well, which one do I do? And I just need to know. It's like, I just wanted to be told what to do by somebody I trust. Like, lead me. I'm willing to be led, right? But I didn't want to do it wastefully. And I didn't want to buy any snake oil. So anyways, last year when they came out and did the bid for the whole house fan, it was like, oh, an instant no, because the house fan that I want is this quite cool house fan. The grill is much smaller than my current thing. So then that means that I was going to, what they said to me, this is a really bad sales job. So if you're doing business, listen to this. They're like, oh, well, we'll put in the fan, but then we'll put up some sheetrock and then you'll have to fix it. You'll have to do the finishing. I'm like, but wait, my number one rule is I don't do the work. That is not what I do. I'm willing to hire up, but I don't do the work. So had they said, okay, we'll do it. And then we have somebody on our team and it costs you a lot of money and we'll get it done. And I'm like, there's no problem for me. They're making it so I don't feel it. This isn't from another friend of mine who taught me this. They're making it so I don't feel it, like done, right? But because it was going to be like, oh, you will now have to solve this problem. We'll come and take care of this. I'm like, oh, that was enough to stall my brain and not say yes on that bid. So that was really interesting. So here I'm a year later wanting it, but then they changed it. They said, oh, well, we actually have a handyman that you can contract with and get it done. I'm like, okay, great. We're going to, you know, and I didn't decide to do it until I struggled through that really hot night. And I realized as I sat there, I said, okay, the thing that I really can't stand is the loud noise, whether it's early in the morning and late at night, right? Is that, and so I really wanted a whole house fan that we can keep on, whether it's on light mode and keep on through the night. So what I did was I asked myself the question, what is the environment I want to create for myself? What is the environment I want to create for my family? So I knew my daughters wanted things to be cooler. They didn't really want to be involved in this. My husband doesn't really care. I want to be cooler and I want to be quieter. And so the next morning I decided we're adding the whole house fan, the new one to the work order. Done. Awesome awesome decision. I am so grateful that we have it. My daughters love it. One of my daughters, she turns it on every night and hasn't even been that hot recently. And she's been turning it on because it does it. We have it on all night. It keeps it cool. There's a timer on it. So it goes off in the middle of the night. We wake up It's 69 degrees in the morning. It's fantastic. My house is like cool now. It's crazy. And then we have this gable fan that does great things. So here's what I know with this simple experience of how to get my home cooler is that 
Now that I've been through this experience, of course I can see things clearly. But when I was before it on the other side of it, I didn't know. It was like, which way do I go? Then there were so many choices. Do I bring in a whole new unit or two units? Because I have two units in my home. Do I get insulation? Do we stuff insulation in the wall? There were like choice after choice after choice, right? It's like when I look at learning about Black Lives Matter, there's so many different paths and it's so overwhelming. Not that that's a reason to stop. It's not. But which direction do you go? And what I had to do was go back to, okay, what do I know? Who do I trust that can help guide me and willing to guide me and then keep taking this motions forward, right? The problem that we were originally trying to solve was to cool my office, right? And then we actually expanded it a bit. And I was willing to do that because it was solving multiple problems that I've been trying to solve over the last, I think, two years that I never actually finished and finalized. And every time my brain wanted to go and beat myself up that I should have done it before, I was like, no, 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 you're here right now. So that's really, really important. I wasn't clear and I was overwhelmed. And I'm so grateful to my friend because I even had to own it with him. I said, okay, I'm overwhelmed. I'm gone down this rabbit hole. I don't know what to do. And here you go. And I felt so silly and so ridiculous. I was like, seriously, Corinne, you're a leader, right? I wanted to judge myself. And he was great. He's like, of course, this is what happens right? People go down this rabbit hole. Here is the simple answer. If you want to spend this much, this is the solution. This much, this is the solution. This, you can wait till then. Boom. It was three things. Then I had my drama and then he came back with answers to each one of those four items, right? He just kept it simple. He's really good at keeping it simple and clear because that's his area of expertise. It's not mine. It's what I do for my clients, for my monster community. For instance, in the Aqua Monsters, I recommend two different pairs of goggles. If you're 10 and under, it's these Finis goggles, best goggles on the planet. I'm like, these are the goggles. Don't go buy anything else. Don't go to the Costco or Target. Just buy these ones. They work. They last forever. You're going to lose them before they fall apart. They are awesome. I vetted them out. There's hundreds of goggles. It's really overwhelming and complicated. I've got them simplified, right? There's two different kinds. And then when you get bigger, then you go to the Speedo Vanquishers, two different kinds. We keep it really, really simple. So when you know somebody who is really good at what they do, they will simplify it for you. And it's easy to discount it because you go, oh, well, it's so simple. It must not be valuable. No, the value doesn't come from how long it takes. It comes from their body of work. It comes from their experience and their ability to see clearly. And that's the beauty of it. So when you are confused and you're overwhelmed, one of the things to do is take one step Is there somebody you can reach out to? Is there somebody that you trust who you can ask for help? Is there somebody who can help you see clearly? Like, have you invested in relationships where you can go back and say, hey, can you help me see clearly? And when I talk about this, because I've intertwined a bit of the Black Lives Matter, remember, it's not about asking Black people to come and help us, to teach us. It's our job to go and learn. And you can learn by reading. You can, there's stuff to watch. There are people you can hire. There are resources out there where you can learn and become educated and be able to help yourself see. Because when we're confused and overwhelmed, we can't see. We don't know what we can't see and we can't see. I didn't know what I didn't know with an air conditioning unit. I had no idea. I didn't know until people helped me see. And then now I'm so clear on the other side of it. The thing that was key for me, and this has always been really important, is 
being able to find people who can be compassionate, who can be like, yes, Corinne, you're a bit of a shit show right now, but that's okay. I've got you. We'll keep going. That for me (laughs) is way better than judgment. So for you, know who are the people that you want on your team to help support you, right? Because seeing clearly comes from learning. And whether it's in our home or careers, who you can learn from, who are the people, what are the things? And when I talk about things like books, podcasts, you know, shows, online things that you can learn from, what are the relationships that you've cultivated that you can seek counsel? Who are the professionals that you can hire that can help you? There are some people that are really, really good at what they do and How can they help you see clearly and reduce your confusion and overwhelm so you can see, oh, this is the path that you go. And you're always checking in. You don't go, okay, I'm just going to listen to everything they say and turn off my own integrity meter, my own values, and then stumble along. You pay attention. You move forward very openly and very clearly. So we can go from being confused and overwhelmed to seeing clearly. One is you're not meant to do it alone. Two is don't go backwards and regret and beat yourself up. Three is you don't need to know the whole path. Just start taking the journey forward. You may fall down. You may need to backtrack a bit. That's okay. That's all learning. And then you move forward. Even this last week and in the reopening, and I've never run a swim team and in the middle of a global pandemic, and we were trying to figure out, we're taping you know, tape on the ground for the six feet apart. And, you know, we're trying to figure out which way do we want the entry and the exit. I mean, this is a facility I've been to since it's been open since the early 2000s. And we had a lot of confusion and there was the messiness. And there were some people on our team who were like, well, we just got to get it done. I'm like, it's okay. We're figuring this out. When you are building something new, when you're creating something new, there is going to be some confusion. But as you walk through it, you'll figure it out and you'll be able to get clear and get better at what you're doing and you see clearly. So my friend, if you have confusion and overwhelm, it's okay. Find a person in your life who can help support you, who can give you guidance that you trust, who you've cultivated a relationship with, where if it's a friend, you know, if it's a family member that you have put in so that you're not just on the taking side always, right? Or hiring a professional, What are the resources out there that you can learn so that you can help see clearly in your own life? All right, my friend, I'm smiling big for you. I really, really am. It's okay if it's hard and you're exhausted. Take care of you. And we're going to continue to rise again. Hey there, before we go, I have a question for you. Have you subscribed to the show yet? This is an awesome opportunity for you to preserve your brain juice. I love the fact that I can subscribe to podcasts and television shows and they go straight to my iPhone or they go straight to my DVR and then I don't have to worry of, oh no, especially with television shows. Did I hit record? Is it going to be there? Or now do I have to watch it on demand and go through all the commercials? So go and hit the subscribe button. There's a link in the show notes and that will ensure you that you never miss a show and you can also save your brain juice for other things in your life. There's way more important things, but you and I will still be connected because the show will be waiting for you in your phone. Go to the link in the show notes, subscribe to the show so you can automatically get all the shows to your phone. On a lake, she is dreaming. 
she is drifting, never been so wide awake. 